podcast that comes out every single wednesday uh real quick before i get started now this is a podcast it's silly it's disorganized it makes no sense the value proposition is at best cloudy and uh, that is just what this podcast is so that's what it's going to be today it's going to be very silly um it's going to be what it normally is um complete uh, objective insanity and you'll question, we'll all question why it exists. But before I get to that, I, I do want to say that, you know, w- when I do this uh, podcast or w- when I do stand up or, you know, it's it, during an environment in which uh, tragedy has happened, there is, it, you have to bring it up. You have to acknowledge it in a way or, or else you actually seem uh, insane in a in an unjustifiable way. So this is the uh, first thing, uh, first podcast I've done since the Supreme Court officially struck down Roe versus Wade. Since forty six migrants were found dead in a truck. Since countless shootings. Since the just the separation of church and state and public education is starting to erode, there is a whole bunch of the Miranda fucking rights. Uh, it's It's been a really, really bad seven days. And I just want to say that for all the people that feel s- sad, uh, scared, mistreated, treated like absolute shit treated less than uh made to feel subordinate i uh it's i hear you and it's terrible it's it's just so you're 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 not alone and it feels like you're alone and i i know that hearing you're not alone probably isn't very helpful but um i I just want to say that i can't imagine what it's like to be made to feel less than and powerless based off something that you have absolutely no control over your the way that you were born so and to have your rights taken away by a group of people that honestly many of them shouldn't be in that position even within the the, the law of this uh in the, in the way that politics and the approval process is set up and the confirmation process is set up and nomination process is set up for for Supreme Court justices. So um anyway, I just wanted to acknowledge that and 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 I I'm not going to talk about it probably again on this podcast, but I think if I if I didn't bring it up, I would not um feel real about that because it's 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 there it's everywhere you can't fuck ignore it i don't have advice like oh yeah oh you know what you should do you should um 
you should not go online. Oh, you should not go on Twitter. It's just every single idea or solution has four reasons not to do it that way. So anyway, I, I just wanted to bring it up and I'm 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 gonna be silly going forward and I think that ma- I think there is value in giving your mind a forty minute break, you know, every once in a while. Probably needs more than that from all this shit because you'll get burnt the fuck out. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up and I'm I'm gonna drop another Oh, this is what'll cure it. I'll play another jingle. Okay, I'm sorry. I said I didn't have a solution. That's the solution. I'll play another jingle made by uh, my friend Frankie, and we're uh, I'm gonna basically kind of restart the show under the with the general tone of the show, which is that of um, a man who was on a scooter and uh, hit his head on a stop sign. <laughs> that's that that's the tone I'm about to go back to. But I wanted to say that I love you all. And uh, welcome, welcome to Blake's Takes For God's Sakes, a podcast that comes every single Wednesday. Now, I am here, I'm recording this podcast in a basement because the, the world is, is crumbling around me and I just figured I don't want a, a steel beam to fall on my head. Maybe that'll correct me, but... This is, uh, I am I am in the basement of, uh, I'm in the memorial basement, and um, I, oh shit, I have something to plug. How about this? Why don't I promote this right off the John damn bat? Um, this Wednesday, I believe it comes out, what day is today? Is today? Nope, it's third, okay. This Thursday, wow, we're off to a hot, smoking start. Um, this Thursday, I have a podcast coming out with the Philadelphia Eagles, and I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm I'm very very excited. They let me co-host a podcast with this amazing reporter. Uh, his name's Derek Gunn, and he was a guy that I was a fan of growing up, and he has been a Philadelphia sports media personality for you know since I since I. Got my ears pierced. <laughs> He's bit that. I've never had my ears pierced since I had my belly button. What if I was doing stand up and then like had to reach up to to grab something and my shirt slid up a little bit and you saw just like one of those you know necklaces that like girls hang off their navel. You know what I'm talking about? Navel. There's something real bad about that. You know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about? And I'm not just saying that because I was in the army for six years, which is uh, I think we can. Even if you're, if it's the first time you've ever listened to this podcast, you would know. Oh, Blake Wexler, that man has never served anything in his life. He hasn't served uh, in the military. He has. He hasn't served his country. He hasn't even served appetizers. This man hasn't even picked up a plate for other people. But, and I, to that, I'd say thank you for calling me a man. Um, <laughs> but that's very nice. Most people call me a uh, Pipsy Boy, which I get a lot. And Pipsy, by the way, is a term that actually sounds horrifically outdated but as far as i know it does not exist it's um it was my pet name for the uh for michael jordan's number two (laughs) during his championship runs uh with the chicago bulls but i am doing uh it's called feeding the birds okay subscribe to it it's on apple podcasts and i am essentially the co-host i am the 
uh, Andy Richter to Derek Gunn's Conan O'Brien. And it's a podcast that's, uh, it's a Philadelphia Eagles podcast, but it's about food. So we interview, Derek interviews former players and, you know, Philadelphia Eagles players, coaches about their relationship with food, whether it's, you know, family recipes, uh, Dick Vermeil, who was a legendary coach, opened up a vineyard in Napa Valley, I would imagine. Uh, where else would it be, in all seriousness? Uh, yeah, he opened up a, a vineyard in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I, I guess there are vineyards everywhere, but uh, that's probably something we could have asked him. But he is on the podcast, Brandon Graham and uh, Carly Graham, and uh, they talk about family recipes and also each episode – I host a food debate with Ross Tucker, who's a former NFL player and current analyst, and uh, he does Philadelphia Eagles games, regular season games, preseason games, and he also does national games as well. And also Colleen Wolf, who works for the NFL Network, Philadelphia Native, and uh, just the best. She she is the best, and that's all I have to say. Just such a cool human being. And uh, yeah, they're both amazing during the debate. So it was a big deal for me. And I, you know, I've done work with them before, but this is kind of the first time I've been an on-air talent with them. So if you could give it a listen, and if you're not a sports fan, it, I don't know if you have to be to listen to it. It sure as hell helps, but it was an amazing experience. Everything I work on with the Eagles is always the the yeah it's the best it's it's every single thing i work on with them is a new career and personal highlight so the first episode is out thursday so uh the the tomorrow uh that this podcast comes out thursday june 30th the trailer is out now and i just remembered i also do these drop-ins during it that i i, I hope i hope come out as funny so i yeah ed it's uh, it's great. I'm really proud of it. Um, the uh, producer Buffy did an amazing job on it. All the Eagles people, so it's it's terrific. So I'm very excited to announce that. Also on Thursday, I'm going to be in New York doing Sesh Comedy S E S H on the Lower East Side, and you can come see me in New York. I'm doing a tiny little set there. And also, if you're in Philadelphia, I am doing my Brewlerette party on. Saturday, where I'm going to his. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm laughing at uh, what a horrible idea this is. I'm going to every. Should I say I'm going to one more time? Is that is that good broadcasting? I'm going to as many breweries as possible in Philadelphia. So if you'd like to come, I think I'm gonna just follow me on inst. Follow, follow me on Instagram. All right, send me a like, like and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram. And if you'd uh, if you'd like to stop by, just. DM me, or if you know me personally, text me, or you can, I'm sure I'll be posting on my stories where I'm at each brewery. Is there a itinerary of when I'm going to be where? Absolutely not, because it would be useless. It would be completely useless, because um, I don't know if you've ever tried to get a consensus amongst numerous drunk people, or move people in a way that is efficient when they're intoxicated and in mass, but it's, it's not easy. So in mass, by the way, I mean, in a large group, not in a church. So that is on Saturday, 
July 2nd. So that's not really a career thing, but if you want to come hang out, listen, if you listen to this podcast, you might as well stop by, right? See me in, in person. I'll probably be wearing something incredibly stupid. So, <laughs> so and that's what we're, that's what's happening. So yeah, uh, Feeding the Birds is the name of the podcast that I did with the Eagles. New York, I'm going to be there on Thursday. And uh, Philadelphia, stop by a brewery. Maybe you'll see, um, maybe you'll see me piss my pants. Maybe you can come see that. I'll be urinating my pants at 4 o'clock, whether I'm intoxicated or not. So you can come see that. Bring me a new pair of pants. Bring me a new pair of undies if you have some. Um, a little, bring me some. What, what if, here, let me say this again and see, um, see if you get freaked out, okay? Yeah, so um, again, I'm in New York on Thursday, this Saturday. Feel free to stop by. You know, I might pee my pants. So if I do, bring me a new pair of pants. Bring me some new panties. And then um, that's pretty much all I have to have. That's all I need. So yeah, bring those panties for, uh, for baby. And, and and I think we're gonna have a great time. Anyway, so that's that's all the the gosh darn business that I have right now for for all of you. I guess I should also say I think I just real. Oh, by the way, what am I gonna be giving my what am I gonna be doing this week? I was about to say what am I gonna be giving my takes on, and that doesn't make any sense in the way that I'm going to be speaking right now. So I'm going to. Uh, take the the top children's shows of all time and read the title of them and then give them a, a new plot as if it was a grown-up television show. Does that make sense? So let's say, um, all right, so for instance, there's a, a show called Ben 10 and that uh, I would say, for instance, oh, that's about a, a, a guy named Ben who's really fucking hot, right? Because he's a ten. There you go. So so, uh, and then I'll just go into the story. You know, Ben was not always good looking, and then he got uh, bitten by a, a radioactive nine and a half. <laughs> so yeah, he got bitten by a radioactive nine and a half, and he turned into a ten. So it's a really really exciting show. So that's what I'll be doing. That's what I'll be doing today. Now, Blake, like, where are your feet right now as you're doing this podcast? Well, they're in the washer machine. My feet are in the washer machine. That is, that is correct. That is cor- that is correct. That is correct. That is correct. That's correct. So I cheated on that last one. I said is. So yeah, no, I'm I'm resting my feet as if it was a foot rest inside of the of the washer machine. Now I just called it a washer machine. Washer machine. How how do you pronounce it? Is it washing machine? Washer machine? Wash machine? Have you ever thought about that? Am I way off here? Is that tricky or no? Be straight with me. Be straight with me. So that's what's going on there. I have... That's what's going on there. That's That's a transition, everybody, where you say that's what's going on there and that's just to move on. It's a transitionary term. But... If you think about it, that's that's what's going on there. Uh, is just fluff. It's filler. What's just going on where, Blake? Hmm? Hmm? Teen Titans. Oy, oy, oy. Okay. Okay, weirdo. Okay, bozo. So I have not been in my home, I think, for uh, four consecutive weekends. I've been traveling a lot. And it has been a massive, massive bitch. I've been driving. Oh, yeah, we're driving now. (laughs) And we've been driving a lot. 
back and forth from the Jersey Shore to like to like Trenton area and I've been going to a lot of weddings over this weekend. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me shoot you straight, okay? I'm sick of screwing off. Hey, welcome back to screwing off. I think, hold on. I had, so in high school, okay, I believe I've talked about this before, but my friends and I, so our school had a, or I guess our school district had a local access station where if you don't know what a local access, I said that weird. If you don't know what a local access station is, what it is is that if you were to flip around, I would imagine they still exist, right? If you have local cable, when you would flip around, there was a station that was, it would have school lunches on it and upcoming PTA meetings and just a town hall is on Thursday. The The state fairs next week at 4 p.m. It, it, was, it was always shit like that, but somehow so our school had a tv studio in it which basically it's that's kind of my origin story uh more or less and the you would they would teach us how to use cameras and laptop i went to a public school by the way isn't that fucking crazy that we had that and you could edit they had avid which is the uh which is like a professional level editing software there and also these professional level cameras and there were two tv studios and we would film those shows and then they we, we would broadcast them over public access so well i think we were trying all right so i had a show called that i was on called the beat debate and it was with i think two or three other it was with three other guys and it was with brian nate and chris and we would just debate things so and that was that was pretty well done the the people who knew who made that one had like good production skills and then i had another show that was my show with my two best friends jeff and uh, my other best friend chris and that was called the manifest destiny show and it was, I'm I'm going to be honest, and I'm not saying this in like, oh, look how cool I was way. It was essentially we did the daily, sh- it was a, the daily show slash SNL where we would do jokes up top and like the anchor would do jokes. And then after that, we would cut to sketches. And some of the sketches that we did were, have, let's just say, have not aged well, where we one was called ukrainian swashbuckling and i'm not gonna go much more into that the other one which is somehow less offensive was called the enron tribe and i wrote this one essentially it was what would happen if the all the employees executives who were laid off from the enron company (laughs) had to form a tribe in the woods and start living together. And, like, the wardrobe was ties wrapped around our heads. You know, we were covered in dirt. It was a great premise that, of of course, went uh, so sideways, you couldn't tell if up was up or down was down, or down was up or up was down. 
or around around town town so anyway I, I don't know how the hell I got on that topic I will never know how the hell I got on that topic but we we've been traveling a lot central Pennsylvania Trenton how the hell did I talk start talking about my tv station how did I get on that subject I'm not fucking off oh oh so I think we were gonna that's what it was I think we were going to call the show like screwing off <laughs> with with like Blake Chip and Jeff but we it sounded too much obviously like jerking off so that jerking around I think we but I don't even think we actually intended to do a double entendre I think we were just struggling to come up with a name which also reminds me I remember in I think it was my junior year of high school we were in I think I was in an honors or maybe I was in was I in an AP history class I probably was because I was real freaky freaky smart and I was in an a an associated press history class no advanced placement because I was the place the, the general placement for me well I needed to advance past that so oh I, and I, I got a all right I'll, I'll tell you this in a second so I remember we were, we had to, we were playing a game in class where we were ha- we had teams and I don't know if we had to write a rewrite a speech from a historical person in a present person's voice if that makes sense like or rewrite a historical speech in present day voice or whatever it was but we had to come up with teams and everyone's team was like the blue team or the eagles and our team we were like oh yes we would like to be team dutch oven please and the teacher which if you don't know what a Dutch oven is. A Dutch oven is when you uh, are in bed with someone else and you uh, break wind under the covers and you pull the covers over them, which is so disgusting. And we go, yes, we are team Dutch oven. And our teacher goes, I know what that is. And we're like, huh? And he goes, I know what a Dutch oven is. You can't call yourselves that. And we're like, uh, we'll be the green team. I think that's, I think that's how it, how it went. And it was it was very very funny. It, it's interesting, you know, and I'm not the first person to say this, but when you're young, you have absolutely no concept of age. Where your teacher to you back then is like 98 years old, you know. But meanwhile, this guy, I think he he must have been like 25, you know. He was like pr- probably like almost almost 10 years younger than I am now. I'm 33, so. That was anyway. I was. I guess I'm even more all over, or more aware that I'm all over the place than normal today. But two more things before I get going. On if you would like to subscribe to my Patreon, that's that's up to you. I can't control that. But if you would, if you wanted to do that, it's Patreon.com/slash Blake Wexler. And my uh dear uh our our dear our dear friend is is Paul. And if you were wondering why I said it that way, it's because I was trying to pull up his his uh, his messages. I don't know if he wanted me to read these outside, uh, out loud, but uh, essentially on the Patreon on Friday, if you don't know, for a dollar a month, I can give you every single Friday 
a, a 10 to 15 minute bonus take video that I post where I give you my take on a subject. I post it every single Friday. You can watch it. You can not watch it, it's, but, it but it's there for you. And if you join for $5 a month, I will give you a shout out on the podcast each month. So I have, uh, I, I think I owe you guys one for, uh, for June, but I'm trying to stop saying, hey, you guys, by the way, I'm trying to, I, and I know it's a gendered term. So I, just so you know, I, I have said it probably three or four times during this podcast, but I'm working on it. So I, this last week's theme was, or last week's take was on broke, things I used to do when I was broke. Broke hacks, H-A-C-K-S, was how I would, H-A-X, God, that would be a nice word, is how I, I believe what I titled it. And my hacks were essentially mostly stealing paper products out of nice bathrooms. Was Whether it was toilet paper, tissues was generally what I would do. It was a lot of stealing. But, you know, uh, Paul sent me a DM. I hope it's okay to say, but he, I don't know why it wouldn't be, but he would take, uh, he would go to Taco Bell, which already, great hack. You can feast off Taco Bell. And I'm going to tell you a Taco Bell story in a second. But, and then he would take absurd just loads i would say of those packets of those sauce packets and we all know those people where i feel like three out of four homes in college if you asked if you could borrow a fork or a spoon and open the drawer you'd go to the wrong drawer and the drawer above it you'd open and it was just filled past the brim with taco bell sauces and I, I read that. I thought that was incredibly relatable, what uh, what Paul used to do. Anyway, if, uh, if the statute of limitations is not up on that, I, I do sincerely apologize. But so Paul would do that. Here's a Taco Bell story because I was thinking like, oh, wow, for, for two, like you could fill yourself up because that was a big part of being, you know, not having a lot of money is like, oh, can you fill yourself up for cheap? And obviously, there's nutritional issues there, but whatever. Who cares? You know, you're young. You can weather it. So I remember – so this, this speaks to that, that premise that you can fill yourself up for not a lot of money. So years ago, I was officiating my friend Dan's wedding in – I don't need to say where it is, but I guess it kind of, it's kind of funny – in Rhode Island. It was one of the most beautiful weddings I've ever been to. It was so great. And – I think I was maybe like 23 years old, 24, and we were at this wedding, and late at night, you know, everyone's been drinking, it was after the ceremony, after, you know, after the reception, and everybody was in the hotel drinking, trying to look for the next thing to do, and there was this group of like seven or eight guys downstairs, and they all had ca- <laughs> they all had cash out. And they were like counting cash and, you know, taking bets. And my, my buddy, uh, one of my best friends, Wade, was there. And I was like, Wade, what is going on right now? And he goes, so this guy right here says that he can eat. Uh, everyone, on my life is a true story. He goes, he says that he can eat $70 worth of Taco Bell. And I was like, that guy? And Wade was like, yeah. And the dude's like, I can do it. He was blackout drunk and so essentially you know if he i'm trying to think of how the bets worked where if he could eat the 70 dollars worth of taco bell then he got everybody's money and i think it could have almost been 50 times 7 70. 
I think it could have been yeah, almost like three, like four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars he would have gotten, and and his food paid for. But I think he would have had to give up five hundred dollars in order if he wasn't able to do it. And if you're thinking right now, oh, I could eat seventy dollars worth of Taco Bell. I think like a massive burrito is $2. So even on your worst, even on your day where you're the most hungry, what you can you eat two of two and a half of those things? So, so what's that bring you to nine or $10? You need to beat that seven times. And needless to say, that guy vomited. <laughs> he vomited and was out $500. It was, it was one of the most interesting, um, social experiments mental experiments it wasn't really an experiment it was I, I think everything was very clear so i think an experiment tests a theory i don't know if the theory you can't eat 70 dollars worth of taco bell needed to be tested and finally i went to two weddings this past weekend back to back so i had one on friday then we drove to another one on Saturday, and and congratulations to to uh, Meg and Joe and uh, my dear uh, cousin Kelly and her husband Nick. They uh, there were two beautiful weddings, and I do not. And I talked about my clothes recently, I think, on here, but I don't have more than one suit because I don't need one. I never wear a suit unless it's to a wedding, and I bought a suit for my wedding, which is a, a very nice suit but i'm not gonna wear that and i don't think i have any weddings after my, oh i have my friend john and jess's but it's good so now you know where i'm gonna be exact my exact location for the next three months but the suit that i have is from j crew and it was 80 dollars before tax <laughs> and you can literally put it in the washer machine that is how shitty this suit is. It's like a performance suit, so you can like sweat in it. Um, by the way, I say that you can put it in the washing machine. I did put it in the washing machine, and I don't know if it's ever going to be wearable again. It looks like it hasn't fallen apart, so I think we're good. But it's that's how cheap the suit is. And I didn't have time to get it dry cleaned in between weddings. So I wore this suit, and as soon as the reception was over at the first wedding, even before we went to the after party, I ran upstairs and just changed into, like, jeans and a, and a Henley. And I was completely underdressed for the after party. And they're like, why did you change? And they're like, I, I kind of like it. You look really comfy. And I go, it, it's honestly, I would have worn the suit, but I have to put this fucking thing on again in less than, tw in, like, 12 hours. So that's why I had to change out of this suit. And I did change my shirt, and my obviously my panties <laughs> i changed my panties so that was uh that was my weekend running up and down town putting on my gown turning those frowns upside down we will be right back i'm going to take children's shows names and turn and give them some grown-up plots we'll be back you're listening to blake stakes for god's sakes on the bing bong sports network blake is really funny blake is really we're back so all right i'm gonna essentially so I, I did the example earlier and i'm going to go through the children's shows and i'm going to give them a more like grown-up plot so some of these i don't even know what the actual show is about so 
it's uh, i'm gonna be like oh like hey here's the name of a show i won't even know it's a children's show that's i guess the the conceit here so i have to guess the plot of these shows okay first show the wild kratz i've never heard of this show the wild kratz so that is about a white trash family that lives in a trailer park and they by the way just because you live in a trailer park doesn't mean you're white trash but these people are and the wild kratz they they i would say 45 percent of each episode is, is them trying to catch a varmint that broke into their into their home <laughs> and it's almost always a possum there is an episode where it was a raccoon and then they turn the raccoon into their pet and uh ended up getting the hydrophobia from it if you catch my drift rabies so that's the wild kratz next sesame street we all know it okay we all love sesame street sesame street is actually about a uh, neighborhood that produces 20 percent of the heroin that goes out globally and it's called sesame street because you can't call it poppy street or opium street because obviously that would be too much of a red flag to authorities so it's called sesame street next daniel tiger's neighborhood Daniel Tiger is, so it's a neighborhood that actually exclusively houses porn stars. Because if Daniel Tiger isn't a porn star's name, I honestly don't know what is. Next, Arthur. Arthur is a, a <laughs> is a British <laughs> transfer student who moved across the sea into the United States and... You know when there's like a new he's a new kid. Well like a new kid it's it's very very tough on a new kid like in a new high school because you have uh, like hormones are raging and pe- kids are going through puberty and everybody's just oh, kids are just nuts. And during that time period they're mean, they're nasty, they, they don't know who they are, they're they're farting and Arthur comes in and he is insufferable. He he doesn't do that thing where you're shy at first, which you should be shy, you know, when you move into a place like that. It's very scary and I'm sure extremely anxiety-ridden. But he just comes in and he he complains about Arthur complains about the food in the cafeteria like to the lunch lady like he he brings it back to her he goes this this is fucking shite and the lunch lady is like I don't know what to do about it and, and he goes well perhaps you should go to school learn how to cook f- f- uh, what what are they called frites what, what do british people chips <laughs> you should learn to make chips so yeah he's he's a real piece of shit doesn't make a single friend and um he becomes incredibly successful he, he doesn't care is, is the best part about it teenage mutant ninja turtles so these turtles are they're mutants in that they that like they are they are mutated okay some of their eye like one of their eyes is just the size of a goddamn basketball another one of these uh teenage turtles is going through puberty and it's it it stinks it's it has armpit hair <laughs> this turtle can you imagine watching a turtle okay you're in traffic all right people are stopped you're like why the fuck are people stopped and you see it's a turtle okay they're waiting for the turtle to cross the street and you stick your your eyes your head out just your eyes out the window and you look at it and the under each one of its legs slash arms i guess the turtle has armpit hair what would you do vomit on your stealing wheel stealing wheel that's what I would do. My stealing wheel. This is the uh, wheel that I uh, use after I shoplift. All right. Phineas and Ferb. Is that what that says? Phineas and Ferb 
are they were two what 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 is that called a two philosophers in ancient greece and they're men and they fell in love they're gay philosophers and ended up th- actually not discovering anything and the the world actually suffered because they were two geniuses phineas and ferb were but instead of working on their philosophy they just kept having sex with one another and falling more and more in love with one another and which is actually which is kind of sweet but it actually ultimately ended up fucking the world because it could have been um it could have been a really good uh could have been a really i don't they could have gotten a lot of nice things done you know a lot of nice science all right next teen titans so this show is about basically the tennessee titans players tennessee titans legends but when they were teenagers okay so there's eddie george vince young ryan Tannehill, and the running back who's the best derrick henry okay and they're all on a high school football team together, even though the timeline doesn't really match up. So that's what Teen Titans are. And to be honest, it, it got canceled halfway through its first season because it doesn't sound interesting at all. Next, Yo Gabba Gabba. I thought that was a grown-up show. All right, Yo Gabba Gabba is about a... um, So it's a grandmother who is wildly inappropriate with her grandchildren and she says like sexual stuff where like you know they'll be sitting at a at a bakery and then like a a 61 year old man walks by and she goes oh i'd fuck that and then their uh her grandkids have to go yo gabba gabba and that's um that's that's what that show's about blues clues so this is a a trivia show about blues music and (laughs) you have to guess like all right this guy played the tuba and then you have to guess who the guy who played the tuba is so that's what blues clues is um reading rainbow so this is actually pronounced reading rainbow and it's about the homosexual community in reading pennsylvania and it's incredibly it's basically you ever see the show is it no it's not called titans doom patrol it's one of these dc universe superhero shows like one of those dark shows and doom patrol is there's a there's a street in it like a mystical street where it's for uh people who dress in drag and you know uh, just basically the LG, the entire lgbtq plus community gets to live in this like amazing uh invisible world where where they all get to hang out together and love their lives it's really cool so that's essentially what reading rainbow is it's a uh, that type of neighborhood but in a in reading pennsylvania so needless to say that that that, that doesn't exist um <clears throat> The Jetsons. The Jetsons are... Listen, let me tell you about these Jetsons, okay? They're just vanilla, vanilla family, okay? They're kids. They go. They don't even go to Ivy League schools because at least that's interesting. They go to, like, William and Mary <laughs> in Virginia. They go to schools in Virginia, these Jetsons, okay? They go to George Mason, they go to James Madison University, okay? They go to any fucking university in, in, in Virginia. This 
family goes to and they they have an suv okay it's a volvo it's not bad but it's not flashy but on the back of this you know they have all the college bumper stickers all these colleges these easily forgettable colleges and that's that's what the jetsons are okay and and i know i really dug into the college aspect of it but that's just that's just what happens when you're made out of sticks all right dexter's laboratory this one is fucked, okay? Dexter, um, also pronounced Dexter, was... The fuck is that noise? Dexter was a, uh, a Nazi scientist, and his laboratory created pathogens that are responsible for the deaths of millions of people. So that one's a skip for me, okay? And if you're like, Blake, why would you say something like that? I didn't write it. Courage the Cowardly Dog. That dog actually was a... Uh, so it that show, I'm, I'm sorry, excuse me, is about a dog named Courage who is a coward. Now, that's cute generally, but this dog's job, it's a, it works at a firehouse. So this dog is generally... And of uh, the firehouse also in a, in a ski town. So it helps people... It's supposed to identify people who fell in the snow or who are missing in the mountains and stuck between rocks on hikes. And this dog just doesn't do it. And the death toll on this dog's this dog's watch is is in the mill it's it's not in the millions because it's a small town. It's it's in the tens. <laughs> Alright, last one. It is Rugrats. Rugrats is essentially a show about a house that's been condemned. And it's been condemned because there's a hoarder living there. And the show is essentially this person doesn't realize that a just hordes and hordes of rats have been taking residence in their Afghan rugs or Persian rugs that they have all piled up. She doesn't even know they're there. So in Rugrats, essentially, this home of rats it's actually really really nice where it focuses on the rat's life and the rats have a terrific life but what you don't really see you kind of see it in the background like little hints but the diseases that the rats carry are slowly killing the woman inside the house so that's but you really don't see that until the final episode which happens in the 16th season so you really don't see that coming at all and it's quite jarring and upsetting but Overall, a very positive show. You get to see rats living their lives in these beautiful rugs. And to my knowledge, it's kind of revitalized the the Persian rug market in the United States. So I, I hope that was fun. I that was all believe it or not, that was all improvised. So that is uh that's the end of the episode. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for, for watching. Patrons for watching. Thanks for watching your phone. It's the seconds ticked by. And patrons i will uh, i'll give you a little a little dipsy do on thursday or friday and everybody else i will talk to you next week please for the love of god subscribe to feeding the birds and maybe write a review oh my god can you do that for me can you subscribe and be like hey loved blake and whatever whatever does that make hey i he really made it fun i don't know Find something. Find something nice to say, please. If you don't mind, I would really, really, really appreciate it.
it would that would actually be incredibly helpful to me so um yeah i heard heard blake you know like heard was a fan of blake's comedy and um wasn't really a sports fan but i listened to this and really enjoyed it how about something like that can you do that for me would you mind i'll pay you back okay i love you so much again people who are having a rough time right now i i adore you and let me know if there's anything i can do to help and i will talk to you all very very soon very 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 Blake Wexler, Blake, Blake, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler.